Today is the 24th of September, 2023. We speak of the building of goodness, or merit, punya, wholesome deeds, that which we practice to do continuously. And this goodness and merit that we've done already brings us happiness of heart and the qualities of virtue, of giving, dana and sila, listening to dhamma, chanting, the ten types of merit, such as metta, practice, spreading love and kindness. There is the dedication of merit, the sharing of merit to others, rejoicing with the merit of others. There's also the going out of one's way to render services to help others. So these are some of the ten types of merit. Just like a practitioner going out of their way to help others in the workplace or while traveling, for instance, seeing a broken down car, and one can point out to that the owner of that broken car where a uh, garage is, where they can fix that car, where a car repair places, where they can help them uh, go to that place as well. So this is a mind that is helpful, a mind that goes out of its way to help. Just like at the monastery, helping out one's friends, one's fellows at the monastery, helping with the various duties and work at the monastery according to one's ability, like cooking and cleaning, sweeping, mopping, cleaning the bathrooms. And this is all done with a heart of faith, a heart of giving, and done with mindfulness as well. Because when we do these things normally, the mind feels at ease. It is a mind of merit. It's a wholesome deed. But then to do it with mindfulness as well is even more goodness. To do it with care and mindfulness, this is something that's very hard to find. And in the end, we do it, and there's no self who does it, and there's nothing that's being done. There's no one doing the act, and there's no act to be done in this work. So this is doing with letting go. So this is merit of different levels. And this is speaking of outer work. There's also inner work, the work of contemplation, chanting, meditation, during the evening and morning, chanting and meditation, not missing it striving, having effort, not to be heedless. Because the Buddha taught not to be heedless, to be heedful. Taught for all the practitioners to bring heedfulness to its completion, that conditioned formations are of the nature to degrade, that their nature is to fall apart like this. So seeing that all conditioned things are of the nature to degrade, one strives to be heedful and makes effort to cultivate goodness. Because we know that we must die and we can't take anything with us when we die. It's just our merit and demerit that go with us. So knowing this, we strive, we set our hearts 
There's some lady that wake up at 3 or 4 a.m. and meditate, cultivate the mind, and do it with sincerity and practice like this. They don't slack off in their efforts. This is something really worth rejoicing in, worthy of Anamodana. There's some lay people here at the monastery from Malaysia and Singapore, and they're very hardworking. They're very intent to help out, to give and sacrifice, to help do merit and goodness, even to the point where they're tired. But still they meditate, practice meditation, do the practice of staying up all night to meditate. This is something really worth rejoicing in. And this is all merit and goodness done with mindfulness, which is merit and goodness. But even doing merit like this can lead to suffering because people can praise us for it or they criticize us for it. So we need to have wisdom as well. We can compare it to having meat that we put in the refrigerator. Before refrigerators, people use salt to preserve meat so that it doesn't uh, rot, doesn't degrade. But nowadays, people may put it in the refrigerator so that the meat doesn't degrade, doesn't go bad. So this is similar to our merit and goodness. We need to have wisdom to care for it so that our hearts don't suffer. And we practice like this all the time, building merit and goodness. And this is the cause for us to reach the paths and fruits of Nibbana. These paths and fruits of Nibbana, which are not far, but they're close. So we walk this path of sila samadhi panya, virtue, collectedness, and wisdom, and we keep a watch over the mind. That which covers over the mind are these five hindrances of sensual desire, ill will, sloth and torpor, restlessness and agitation, skeptical doubt. These five hindrances which cover over the mind all the time. So the eye sees a form, the ear hears a sound and so on. Then liking and disliking arise right there. So in the beginning, it's like this and we practice to have mindfulness not to like or dislike not to fall into attraction or aversion. And in this way, the five hindrances can't arise. They don't cover over the mind, and the mind's able to enter into peace and collectedness, to samadhi. And as this becomes more and more firmly established, wisdom becomes deeper. In the end, we're able to see the truth, to see things as they are, to see that everything is just as it is. It's all a convention. There's nothing really there in truth. All material form is impermanent. We can separate it out. And we see that the material object is just, it doesn't exist. Like the house, or building, the Oposita Hall, the monastic dwellings, the viharas, built out of various materials like cement, wood, 
glass, metal, and so on. We know this according to science as well. We separate out these materials, there's nothing there, it's empty. We see form as emptiness, materiality as emptiness. And we can take this, these physical bodies of ours, separate them out into the four elements of earth, air, fire, and water. It's just these four elements gathered together that make up the body. So we separate out these four elements, separate out the elements, and we see that it's empty. There's no self. There's nothing there. It's just something we use temporarily, then it degrades. Once the breath is gone, the body just lies there and rots and degrades, eaten up by bacteria. And then it gets destroyed and burned, and then there's nothing left. So it's burned to ash, and there's nothing left. We see it's not self. We can contemplate like this. So once the body's dead and burnt, there's nothing left. The blood and lymph boil away. The bones are gone. So we see there's no self there. So then we ask, well, why does the mind see it as self? Well, it's because of delusion. So we have to be careful about this, have mindfulness. This is the way to Nibbana. You don't have to wonder about this, don't have to doubt about it. Practice in, like this, and in no long time, you'll be able to see the Dhamma. So may you set your hearts on this, in this practice. In the beginning, you start with giving, sacrificing, and work. Do it with sincerity. This brings a lot of benefit. Like the monastic Sangha, the lady offer, has offered everything that the monastic Sangha needs already. And so the Sangha takes care and cleans the monastic dwellings and the area of the monastery to keep it swept and mopped and cleaned. Then when the lady come to make merit at the monastery, they see that it's not dusty, it's not dirty, it's clean. Then faith arises in the hearts of the lady. They see that the children of the Tathagata are sincere and have discipline in the monastic uh, rules and regulations. This is something admirable that people can appreciate. Going back to the customs and practices of Venerable Ajahn Chah, Venerable Ajahn Man, and the great Arahants of long ago, like Venerable Mahakasapa, having monastic discipline and having sincerity. So one with Dhamma can give and sacrifice a lot, can sacrifice on the outer level, on the inner level, can sacrifice moods and emotions as well, can cultivate a lot of mindfulness. In this way, wisdom arises and one can see for oneself that materiality and mentality are impermanent, stressful, and not self. One sees this. In the beginning, one knows this, but one doesn't yet see. But with practice, continuing to walk this path, one can see more and more clearly. So may you all set your hearts on this. 
And I rejoice with the two people from Malaysia that have come far to undertake the uh, practices here at the monastery, doing them well with sincerity, doing the things on the outer level, but doing the meditation practice as well, doing it with sincerity. So I rejoice with all of you.